<laughs> it's Groundhog Day. Get pumped up, ladies and gentlemen. Get fucking pumped. Grand final. Grand final. Grand final. Grand final, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be here. Oh, goodness gracious me. I'm pumped up, ladies and gentlemen. The Pies are in the grand final. It's the barely touched him final mailbag prediction extravaganza. The now, final one. We've just had a we've just had a bit of a. Uh, You've just had. <laughs> I've just had a bit of an issue here. We we went eight minutes into the episode and we weren't recording. So you weren't <laughs> recording. <laughs> Your job is to hit the button. My job is to host the show. That's it. Uh, well, look, we're getting towards the end of the season, so perhaps next season I'll outsource this to <laughs> a, a small Indian man, and it will go better. He's, he's teaming Look, in. I've been he's to, Microsoft zooming I've been, in. I've been doing it for my uni assignments and it's working yep. well. So yep. perhaps for the pilot. You've been outsourcing your uni assignments oh, to a small Indian man. Yeah, of course. Has Have they been good assignments? I'm pass. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. They don't ask how. If, they ask if, how many. If any staff from Curtin University are listening, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. For legal purposes, <laughs> he's Saudi Arabian. He's not Indian. Uh, but either way, the grand final is here. Collingwood versus Brisbane. It is 2003 revisited 20 years later. Mm. Let's hope it doesn't go the same way. We are <laughs> predicting... The course of this game, and we were yes. just, we were on a roll tactically we in that eight minutes that we, we weren't were recording. Roll. But let's go through each line of the ground yeah. of how these two teams line up so against we'll start, each other. We'll start with the Collingwood back line, imagining like we're going attacking and we'll, we'll move through the ground. We'll talk yes. about the matchups, we'll talk about yes. the stylistic matchups, yes. and we'll see how we go. So, the, brand. the back line. So, obviously, we've got Darcy Moore, of course, the captain. As our key tall, you'd think he'd take Joe Danaher. You yes. would you would presume that yeah. he'd take Joe Danaher. Yeah. Well, I mean, and their their style, the the Collingwood style, is very fluid. Yes. Oh no, they'll so rotate. They will, they will rotate around. So at we've the got, centre bounces, he'll be lining we've up. We've got on uh, we've got Isaac Quainor. Yep. We've got Braden Maynard. We've got Nathan Murphy. Nathan Murphy. Now Nathan Murphy's going to be huge in this game. He yeah. has to be. Yeah. He has He's to got to be a huge. negate hipwood for sure. Yeah. He has yeah. to. So yeah. So let's look at Brisbane. We've got. Danaher up there, Hipwood. So they need to be negated because Brisbane is a very tall team. Very, very tall. And I, oh man, the more I look at Joe Danaher's name on the lineup sheet, the more, if we get blitzed by Joe Danaher, I can't handle that. I, I, it's just, that's the shame. If he kicks, if he kicks four or five goals and has that. Fucking smile. I know. I can't. Oh, I can't fuck. even look at him. I can't even look at fuck. him. He, he, imagine if Joe Danaher <laughs> wins the Norm Smith Medal. Imagine. <laughs> I just. I can't live in that world. I can't. I can't live in the world where that is possible. I feel like Pumbaa in The Lion King, uh. where he's like, and oh, the shame, and uh, he gets exiled from his warthog when he was a young warthog. Uh, I can't do it in this case. Joe Danaher is Pumba, uh, oh, but I I do think it's a very tight forward matchup when the ball hits the deck in these contests, and Charlie Cameron's at the foot of the contest. Yep. we don't have anyone that can match him for pace back there. No. That's the real. That, I mean, no. Maynard should be taking the matchup. It should be there. I'll and back him in to restrict to retard the run of oh, uh, of Isaac of uh, okay. Charlie Cameron. He needs to retard him. 
Yeah, that's thank you, David King, for agreeing with my sentiment there. Uh, Wish I had the Black Eyed Peas um, queued up. Oh, great tune. Let's get, Let's retarded, get retarded by the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Uh, great. Does song. it mean what you think it means? It, it does. It does. It means uh, we are getting mentally challenged. I love the uh, defense of that song when it came out. When, the, when well, that was when the Black Eyed Peas were good as yeah. well. Like, well they, that's got where, qui- they got quizzed on it. Like, what? Why the fuck would you release this? Yeah. And Will I Am was it's like, it's not about. It's not about that. It's it's about letting go and retarding <laughs> your retarding your inhibitions. It's like, no, mate. I'll tell no. you, the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> fell off so hard after Elephant and Monkey Business, the albums. Like you look, <laughs> yeah. They also Elephant are a contender elite. for the worst Super Bowl halftime show of all time. It were it, it, if you haven't seen this, listeners. Go and chuck it into YouTube right now. It's there. They should have removed it, but it's there. It is horrendous. Fergie stunk the joint out. She was terrible. But moving on to the midfield, we've got uh, obviously the big O, Oscar McInerney, in the ruck for Brisbane. We've got Lockie Neal, Jared Berry, and Josh Dunkley. Now, let's talk about big O. This this is where where we were at when um, we realised we weren't recording. So, big O, he's a... Old school classic tap Ruckman, the last yep. of his breed. He's got a he's got girth and he's got length. He's very big. He's a, he's a very very very, very tall so drink of water. Darcy Cameron and his style is going to struggle because yes. he gets bodied. He yes. does get bodied. Um, now Mason Cox is going to have to come in and, and and take that. Now, if you had told me at the start of the year, well, even just a month ago, that Mason Cox was going to have to step up to accept the body phrasing hello (laughs) of of big o i would have said oh shit we're gonna lose but the past couple of weeks uh mason cox is has been immense well he did it he's mason cox like you can't get a bigger test of uh your abilities as a ruckman uh than rucking against max gorn and on multiple occasions now He's Mason Cox has matched it with Max Gorn physically in the ruck. Mm. Obviously, he can't tap it like Max Gorn can. Obviously, he can't impact a game consistently like Max Gorn does. Yep. But the times they have played each other, Mason does get his wins. He does yep. get his wins. And what did we say in the other episode that we just recorded? He's a finals player. He is a big finals player. He is player. a big game player. I think the first quarter, mm. the knees are going to be going into yep. the rib cage of Oscar McInerney. And as you were saying... Um, Earlier, he he doesn't even have to win. It's not he need, doesn't need to Don't win this. Don't tap the ball. No, knee him in the rib cage he as needs, hard as you he can. He needs to beat the man, or at least um, negate the man somewhat. Yep. Um, which brings us to the the surrounding troops. Um, first of all, being um, the probable Norm Smith medalist in my eyes. Oh. Jordan Dugowie. I think, okay, I, if we're going to do predictions on the Norm Smith, before yeah. we do this, let's do them right now. You're predicting Dugowie, are you? Oh, easily. Easily. I am going to predict the safe, let's, okay, let's do Nor- Norm Smith predictions excluding Nick Dacos because that's almost cheating yeah. to pick Nick Dacos. I would say <laughs> Dugowie's a good shout. Dugowie yeah. is a good shout. Oh, man, if he, if he plays 80% of I what he reckon, did last week. I reckon someone who could win this Norm Smith medal. You're going to go smoky. I reckon one Isaac Quaynor oh! could win this Norm Smith medal. With Channel a bit of Jason Johannesson. I am picturing, I am picturing no, like a, a tight game. Yep. 
And last quarter, he has some big intercept marks, some big yep. defensive which efforts. Which he is want to which do. Which he is want to do. He did it against Melbourne. I can see big Isaac Quainor getting that medal. Yeah, I can I like absolutely that. see it. But I like into, that. into this midfield matchup that we were talking Jordan about. Jordan the bull. Dugowie, we've got uh, Scotty Pendlebury can have a run in there. We've yep. got Tom Mitchell, who is in pretty decent form. He's he going okay. He is, he is. Uh, he's, faced, he's faced a little bit of criticism yep. um, for perhaps not doing enough. But, in the GWS uh, look, game, I thought he played his way into it towards the second he half. Did, he yeah. did He did improve the first uh, towards half, the back the end. The first half, not great. But he definitely did play his way into it. And in terms of the season, he's done very well. He Oh, he's done very well. 100%. He's done exceptionally well. And he's done what the team has needed him to do. Yeah, like they, brought him, they brought him in to be an outside mid. Yep. Well, inside, inside mid. mid. Inside mid. Yeah. Uh, he, he can kick a goal. He, he occasionally drifts forward and does kick set shot goals. He's a good... Handball out to the runners. He can mysteriously get 15 Brownlow votes. Mysteriously. <laughs> More Brownlow votes than Darcy Moore, ladies and gentlemen. You just, you, you wonder why we do it. You wonder why very, the, the, the world bizarre. is the way it is. Very Moving on. Bizarre. So the, the, the midfield battle, I think, it's almost a stalemate, but the slight edge at the G goes to Collingwood, I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think the strength and the power of Dugowie, the cleanliness, the surgeon-like um, cleanliness of Nick Dacos yep. is going to going to come through. Very true. Um, I mean, you're going to have Josh Dacos on that wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh Dunkley and Lockie Neal are obviously going to be huge threats, but I, I just think that they get bodied. I think the physicality is going to be a yep. lot in this game. So now we move on to the Brisbane Lions back line up against the Pies forward line. So they are lining up with Lions, that is, with uh, the keys as uh, Harris Andrews. Darcy Gardner got a call up again last week, uh, yep. and he was uh, playing pretty well uh, in the back mm. line. Got a few one-on-one matchups against the Tools. Not Did bad. some good things, Darcy Gardner. We've got one Ryan Lester. My Masterclass adopted. last week, oh, Ryan Lester, your dad. He kicked a goal. He, he, <laughs> you can't believe he it. He kicked a goal. And I'm, it was a banger I'm of a fucking, goal, too. I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it what the f- Ryan Lester. What the fuck is happening? We love Ryan Lester. <laughs> uh, Connor McKenna and Darcy Wilmot and Brandon yeah, Starsevich. Uh, McKenna and Wilmot, very very effective by foot. They have had very good yeah, Wil- seasons. Wilmot's, Wilmot's kind of come into it a bit For um, sure. as the season's gone on. Um, I've enjoyed watching. watching I, I think he's a great kick of the footy. Yep. He moves up the ground with a lot of confidence. Uh, he doesn't mind drifting forward into the 50 and just being that goal assist last kick towards the forwards type. Yep. It's a good back six. It's yeah, a it very, is. It's a very so good back Keaton, six. Keaton Coleman... Um, oh yeah, Coleman. Of course, Keaton yes, Coleman's yes. going to be in there. We talked about Coleman him in will the, be in, there. in the main episode. Um, he's. I don't see him being as dangerous as he was in the Carlton game because Carlton made a critical error of letting him do what he wanted. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think see the Pies doing that. I don't see him being given a leash to do that no. either. Um, I think he's going to have to be more accountable on this Collingwood forward line. Yeah, hundred percent. Because the Carlton forward line is very tall, heavy. It's very Kerno heavy. Uh, the Collingwood forward line is a bit more versatile and it's a bit more chaotic. You're not going to have the leg rope to run around. I hope. I hope that Craig yeah. McRae has anticipated this. I am going to guess he has. So on the on oh. that forward line... Um, My check. Yeah, Maya Check's going to be there. Um, you're going to have. We don't know who's replacing McStay yet. The teams no. have not been released. Now, it's, it's more than likely going to be a hybrid option yep. of both. It's yeah, it's going to be, be a tall Cox and, and, and a small. Cox and Cameron yep. rotating. Um, 
Ginevan could get a call up into the yeah. first team. So the biggest danger back here is obviously Harris Andrews. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So how does how does the Collingwood um, entry points and entry style, how does that match up to Harris Andrews? It's a good question. The way you match up to a player like Harris Andrews, whose main strength is his ability to read the play and position mm. himself off of halfback and also into the corridor when Brisbane are uh, enacting their zone. What you do to negate that is... What I've been saying teams need to do all year, mm. move the football quickly up the ground, yep. make decisions on the run. Don't play, don't fall into slow football of kick mark, kick mark. Which that's is what we're good at. That's exactly what Harris Andrews wants you to do. That's exactly what Chris Fagan defensively wants you to do. You just run the football off of half back, make decisions on the move and take risks. All of a sudden, mm. you've got the web falling out of place. You've got the zone falling out of place. Harris Andrews force him to make split second decisions and make mistakes. Do I stay back and guard the space or do I have to push up to the ball carrier now? Do yeah. I have to push up to the contest? You need to be enacting these decisions, be proactive and run the football at them. You can't kick through it. You have to run the football at them and move it off of half back. And it's got to be done early. Mm. It's got to be done early. So you get control of the scoreboard and and I, think, I think they will. I think they will do exactly that. So if we're, if we're to look at the Collingwood forward line and who we are playing, mystery tall, Cox, yep. Cameron, whatever, yep. maybe a Billy Frampton. I don't know. I, 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 I can't, don't think I we put him forward. I can't see him going for it. Maybe if you're listening to me, Nathan Kruger, but I can't see it happening. Uh, yeah. But you've got... It's too, too much of an unknown um, property. Yeah. You've got Bobby Hill. Yeah, Bobby you've Hill. You've got Bo McCreary. Yes. You've got Patrick Monica Lipinski. Oh. Who oh has been God. a bit patchy, I must say. Uh, I was going. I did not have sexual. I did not have sexual relationships with that woman, with that woman Monica Lipinski. Uh, I was actually going off in the group chat saying they should have subbed Pat Lipinski off at half time. He did get better in the second half, much like Tommy Mitchell. It wasn't great, but Lipinski, I think, uh, can be a bit of a defensive liability. Uh, yep. I, he's an outside player. Doesn't hit the contest as hard as I would like him to. And Bulldogs Bulldogs fans were saying the same thing about him when he was there. He's a beautiful kick of the football. He's a beautiful handball of the football. Yeah. But <clears throat> if he's if Keaton Coleman finds his matchup and goes straight to Patrick Lipinski, that's danger zone. Yeah. That is danger yeah, zone. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want Lipinski in there. I would prefer he get dropped. Yeah. That's just I, I feel horrible saying that. Yeah. I feel look, horrible saying that. I think Noble. Hundred percent with with these. I would pick Noble in. over yeah. Lipinski. Yeah, I would. I would. I would do that. But I don't think that's going to happen. Look, McRae backs in Lipinski, which makes me want to back in Lipinski. Yeah. I trust McRae with my he, life. He, <laughs> I trust him with my life. <laughs> he so is, he he hasn't whatever had a foot team wrong yet. whatever team Craig McRae picks is correct. Let's get yep. this out of the way, and I will change my mind and say I, I agree with him the whole time. I, I agree. Yep. I agree. But so the the only way this falls apart in my eyes, is if um, Brisbane starts to win the clearance game mm. and plays an arms-up aerial type of game and it, it's hitting. But I just don't see how that is going to happen with, with yep. Darcy Moore there. They play when the games that they do dominate, one, are usually at the Gabba and two, Correct. are usually, like you said, very clearance-heavy, out of the middle, straight to their tools. And then if the tall doesn't take a contested mark, you've got Charlie Cameron at the foot of the ball. It's very, it's a very good way for them to score. I really, 
I don't see the game going this way. No. I don't see the game going this way. I think it, McRae I think is it's too gonna, smart. And I think it's going to be a grind. That's what yeah. Craig McRae wants. And I don't think Brisbane now, tactically stack up to that. We were, we were talking about this um, with the Brisbane-Carlton game. It was Carlton's uh, inability to adapt that killed him. Yes. And I, I honestly just cannot see... Us having the same problem. That's been McRae's one of his biggest strengths all year. Yeah, is, it, is, is whatever whatever yeah. an opposition coach throws at him, yeah. he has a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. Like it's it, finding a way to win. And make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, this this crowd mm. is going to be so fucking Collingwood heavy. It's going oh, to be thousand percent. It's going to be. <laughs> So black and white. It's going to be so fucking loud. It's going to be immense. (laughs) And as you saw in the final quarter of the GWS game, they're going to put the whistle away as well. They're going to put the whistle away. I think that favours into Collingwood's hands. I think uh, what finals footy turns out to be in the crunch Mm. time is so Craig McRae's game. 100%. Uh, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, back your back your teammate in so and just fucking go for it. What's what score are you predicting here? What what are you what well, are you I thinking? Well, I mean, this is the thing. The, the the past couple of finals for the Pies have been extremely low scoring, low scoring. and Brisbane's have been extremely high scoring. So there's got to be a middle ground there, doesn't there? There does. There so does. at plus the added pressure of a grand final, I'm gonna say it's gonna be in the seventies. Maybe one team cracks 80 and wins. Yeah, okay. I'll actually like that. So let's bit. say I'm gonna, my predicted scoreline, Pies 81, Brisbane 74. Oh, I can't handle that, that scoreline. That's going to be so tight. <laughs> I can't, my, my, my mind can't handle it's it. It's going to be close. There's no I doubt am, about it. I'm so aware of going the early crow and I don't want to jinx my own team, but the more I play this game in my head, the more... I do think that the Pies win this grand final. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to fucking say it. I, oh, I'm so stressed, man. I can't do this. I, ah, it's the grand final. It's happening. Uh, I'm going to tip Collingwood 99 to 76. I Whoa. think we kick away in the last. Wow. And okay. I think last quarter becomes party time early. I think it's yeah. going to now be. This, this is a common thread with grand finals. If uh, if a team is getting blown apart a little, the bit, premiership quarter, the third, they do capitulate in the fourth, and it, yep. the celebration starts. I coming. think the Collingwood third quarter is going to be yep. uh, very high scoring. I think by that, after the halftime spray from McRae, I can, I can see the first half being a real arm wrestle. Yep. They maybe both go in at fifty all or thereabouts. Then after that, we just blitz them in the third and then Brisbane might peg a couple back, but the, the damage is done. I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah. But I'll, fuck, I'll, I hate that I just said that. I'll I hate back. that I just said that. I, I could back that in. Oh, I could, I could back dear. That in. Oh, man. Well, we shall see. We shall see, ladies shall and gentlemen. See. We shall definitely see. <laughs> so let's stop jinxing the pies and let's get into the barely touched him mailbag, the ladies mailbag. and gentlemen. There's been a fair little bit of mail this week. Okay. Let's start with a... A bit of a long-winded question that we can really divulge into, and it's a it's an image-based question as well from oh. our man Cracker Craig. Cracker Craig, of course. So Cracker Craig says, discuss every club's leading Brownlow vote getter, picture attached for reference, and he's attached the picture 
of the uh, of the of every club's uh, yep. Brownlow leading vote getter. Oh, I can't I can't zoom <clears throat> I think in on I the can, picture. I can rail them off. So uh, Adelaide, it was a tie between Jordan Dawson and Rory Laird. Let's discuss them. But they were in about 18, 16? thereabouts. Yep. Thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, 20, 20 each. Twenty each. Oh, twenty each. Not bad. Uh, there's probably a bit too many for Laird, to my eye. Yeah. Um, Jordan Dawson, yeah, about there. About there. Pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, Dawson. His first half to the year, especially, was. Oh, he was uh, good. He did. I he was, was saying that you could tell he was going to poll all these votes. Uh, showdown good. medalist, perhaps Rob Isaac Rankin, but he's uh, one of, if not the best, field kicks in the competition. I love watching him yep. hit lace out targets. Rory Laird, you know what you're going to get with him. You're going to yeah. get. And I do say that twenty is too much because he was in my fantasy team all year and was very bad. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't racking up the points as much there. But Rory Laird, you know what you're going to get from him. 27-plus touches, fucking nine-odd tackles. You're going to get clearances. He's going to find you the football, and uh, every team would love to have him. Uh, Brisbane, of course, Lockie Neal. Um, he's the best player on the team. He's the best player yeah. in that team, yeah. uh, and he has been for like – he's a two-time Brownlow medalist two now. Two-time Brownlow, so weird. It's weird. So it's weird, weird, isn't it? But well-deserved. Well-deserved, Lockie Neal. Uh, Patrick Cripps for Carlton. Yep, that's solid. Um, yeah, yeah. Brownlow last year, he was right up there again this year with 22, uh, I believe he finished on. Himself and Bontempelli, a lot uh, of their career have put the entire team on their back. <laughs> yeah, they so, have. Uh, ironically, Cripps had a back issue last year, which is just a meme that writes itself. It's absolutely correct. I, I think I think Cripps is – Cripps can be often uh, somehow underrated still uh, for how yeah. – like, even after winning the Brownlow and after Carlton's season this year – you like a lot of critics tend to forget about him. Like I think he should have been in the. I don't know if he was in the All Australian squad, but I think he he could have been a fair shout for yep. it. Like for the for what he does, well, you for, and you forget how much of a big body he is. He's as well, huge until you he's until you see it like every time. Like fuck, that's right. He's, he's huge. So fucking strong. <laughs> he's so strong, and he, he's very intimidating to watch. Pies Nick Dacos, yep. uh, of course, uh, he's the best player in the competition for mine. Stunned that Darcy Moore didn't get the only up there. the only player on his level is Bont to me. Yep. Um, they are they are my two that are the best. It's just Errol so Goulden, razor sharp. very close third. I think Errol yeah. Goulden is that third spot there. But yeah, they they just they they're very similar, but in so many ways are different. Very yeah, very different. Like Errol Goulden's a lot more chaotic and a bit more of a bull, whereas Dacos is so clinical and clean. And I, I dare I say it, Dacos doesn't need to be a bull. Like that's no. why that's why he's so effective. Is if you have the footy smarts of Nick Dacos, the running ability, the kicking ability, and the game sense, you you're not going to get tackled much. No. Like it, he, it, it's why he doesn't need to find himself in the contest. Yeah, why get as tackled much. if you don't have to? Why get tackled if you don't have make, to? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Uh, now Zach Merritt for the uh, Essendon uh, Bombers. Yeah, there, they wouldn't have got many votes. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, but he they wouldn't have won the games they did without him. Like no. it was in. Much like I predicted, a meme season for yep. Essendon again, completely capitulated, and they're getting off the hook for it again. Like, there's not been a lot of Essendon soul no. searching, I find, about all no. negative press about them. Um, Which is media odd. vultures do your job, yeah, like, they, get, they usually love to, to sink the Adrian Dodoro stepped down as list manager. I have seen fuck all news about this. <laughs> I would like an interview with Adrian Dodoro saying, uh, Adrian. 
Do you want to justify the job yeah. you've had for the past how, 20 years? How do you have this job? How have you maintained this job? And how did you not get sacked? How yeah. did you step down, not get sacked? <laughs> Incredible scenes. Incredible <laughs> scenes. But Zach Merritt, good season. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Caleb Sarong for the Frio Dockers. Yeah, that was... That was uh, no brainer that no one. No brainer. Uh, although Luke Jackson was probably a close second for yeah. them. I, I did see that Caleb Sarong was polling a lot of one and two votes in games that they lost. Yeah, he he was that sort of player. Yeah. But he he was very much uh, putting that midfield on his but back. I did, I did enjoy seeing in Luke down, Jackson up there. And the first half of the year really picked up the slack for Brayshaw as well. Because yeah, Brayshaw started very slow. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Cameron for Geelong. Yep, that's, Good to see a key forward getting up there in the votes. It's hard to deny him, although they did deny him um, they did, some they fucking, fucking key votes as we went into. I mean, one vote for kicking six goals. That's unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you who actually had a better season than Jeremy Cameron on the Cats. One, Garion Myers. Myers. <laughs> and I don't know how many Brownlow votes he got, but he was fucking hey, look, robbed. I'll tell you that you much. You don't get votes for goal assists, you mate. Do, uh, you should, <laughs> listeners. You absolutely should. Robbed right in front of me. Uh, Noah Anderson. <laughs> For the Suns, yeah, he he got quite a few. He got he was, he was up right there. up there. He he started early, and even though it was surprising at the time, I looked. I was looking at it going. Actually, yeah, yeah, you go, Noah. You fucking yeah. deserve to be up and there. And uh, our boy Sammy Flanders polled as well. He did. We did pop good. off in the group chat when yeah. Sammy got up there. I Earlier than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he was chopping up. He, he was. Got a, he was chopping. He got a couple up. of votes there. Uh, Man of the Year award uh, recipient. Yes. Uh, we Sammy. absolutely love Sammy Flanders here at the pod. <laughs> uh, barely touched him. Uh, Toby Green for GWS Giants. Expected. Yep. expected. What a season! Yep. Incredible. Well, All Australian. Tom, Tom Green would have would have he was there about run. He was there about. Yeah. Uh John Newcomb for Hawthorne. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I mean that makes sense, but it's surprising. But yeah, you thought like Warple or Day would have been up yeah. there, but they've got a good midfield Hawthorne. Yeah, and a, Newcomb is an absolute Rolls they're Royce. Gonna they're gonna bounce back. Petrarca for Melbourne, obviously. Yeah, uh, look, I didn't I didn't love how um how much of a steamer Petrarca got off to in that count? Yeah. Like, what is happening? For some reason, I would have been disappointed if Petrarca was got he, it. Was Petrarca not a forward for most of the season? Is not there, for most. No, I he was living in, in he a was dream? In the, No, he played for a bit when Bailey Fritch went out. Okay, uh, and, right. But he does rotate forward. Like, yeah. But, yeah, he's uh, it, it still, it just felt weird. Yeah, it did, it did feel very weird. Uh, for North Melbourne, Luke Davies, Uniac. Yeah, LDU. Uh, like that. And that was literally just for like four games. Yeah, Sheasel <laughs> absolutely robbed. Yeah, completely robbed. Completely robbed. Uh, Zach Butters for Port goes without saying. Yeah. He was right up the top of the he favourites. Was, I mean, and worth noting, he won the uh, Coach's Award. Yes, he did. The Lee yes, Matthews did. Uh, Trophy or medal. Which uh, no, you... that's the Players Association MVP. The Coach's Award is, is something else. Yeah, Math- the Lee Matthews Trophy is the AFL Players Association MVP. Oh, okay. That was won by Bont. Uh, okay, yep. Tim Taranto for Richmond. Yep, makes sense. Knew it was going to how happen. Many, how many votes did he get? He got twenty-one. No, 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 no. nineteen. Oh, there was nineteen. A, I seem to recall a wager about. Um, a sub twenty one or over twenty one votes was in, that the group, me? in the group chat. Oh, in the group no. chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Travis. Uh, I think Jack, Travis Stribley might have just made some money. Jack Sinclair for twenty one votes for St Kilda. Very the good Sinks, season. Yeah. More yep. midfield time for him as well, which makes sense. He's one of their best users of the ball. Best haircut at the Brown though, for well. sure. Uh, Errol Goulden for Sydney. Honestly, absolutely robbed. Robbed. Absolutely By the robbed. end of that, the last 
game that he only got one vote in, he got 42 disposals and like a goal. I gave him five votes that week. I gave yeah. him I gave him the five. How he got like, one for that is He was the best on ground for sure. <laughs> so in my opinion, it was – if Bont was robbed, Goulden perhaps more so. Yeah. Perhaps that, more so. Because three votes would have put him ahead of Bont. Did Lockie Neal have a better year than Errol Goulden? No. Absolutely categorically not. No. 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 In no way. You have to be living on another planet. No, you'd have to be uh, <laughs> all angles. Uh, Tim Tim Kelly for West Coast. Good year. Yeah. Good year for Timmy. It, ha- it had to be. It had to be Tim Kelly. Yeah. Didn't yeah. It? yeah. We're, we're gonna give it to us. And of course, Marcus Bontempelli finally for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Robbed right in front of me. Robbed. Uh, next question uh, from our good friend, dear friend of the pod, Harry Hyam. Would oh, you is. rather be an unactivated sub in a winning grand final or win the Norm Smith in a losing grand final? Oh fuck. Oh, it's a tough question. That's, well, obviously, wow, is it obvious? I'd, I would I'd rather, rather be, be the unactivated yeah. sub. Yeah, I would rather because that's even funnier. Yeah, I would actually love that. At least uh, you could still get on the beers. Yeah, dude, like, I would run onto the field and keep the vest yeah. on. I'd, the, I'd wear it on the piss for the next week. The losing the green vest. The losing Norm Smith. That's just such an. You empty, don't want to be Nathan Buckley. That's an yeah. Empty you don't want to be Nathan Buckley. You oh. don't. You don't want to be. Oh, uh, fuck. No, you can't. You it'd, can't be, it. it'd be 20 years later and you're being interviewed and you're just a stat. Yeah. Just a fucking. You're oh, just, just terrible. A stat. You're just a statistic. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> we're, we're both in agreement there. Yeah, I'll be green best uh, man. Bushchook Bandit writes in saying, Why is all poo poo time pee pee time, but not all pee pee time is poo poo time? What the fuck? Do you know what he means? Well, no. when you when you shit, you oh, piss. Okay. Yes. But when you piss, you don't always shit. I see. Well, I can answer that. Yeah, go be- for it. Because. Um, Poo-poo time takes more muscles, uh, a larger group of muscles, which then activate the pee-pee time. But pee-pee time doesn't take much muscles at all, which doesn't mm. activate pee-pee time. Do you ever get uh, – first of all, I echo your what you just said. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm a man of science as well. But I think – do you ever get the um, – when you're pissing – um, but you've had to hold the piss for a while, mm-hmm. um, or maybe you have to like pinch it off. Yes. Uh, the cramp in your perineum. Don't like that. Oh, don't love the it. The worst feeling in the world. Don't love it. That is actually like worse than yeah. any other cramp. I, pra- like, I practice that free pissing. What's free pissing? I just piss. You just piss in your pants. Yeah, wherever. Yeah, if I right. feel it, I just go. Okay, where's somewhere you have free pissed? Everywhere. Like I've a, done it twice since we've been sitting here. That's great. You can't smell a thing. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm very thank, hydrated. Thank you for the question, Bushchook Bandit. I hope you learned something about science. Uh, this <laughs> is more of a comment from memes about Crom. Okay. Rory Atkins, 32 disposals, two goals, zero votes. Yeah, look. You bloody hate to see that, don't you? Yeah. See, I think he ended up on what, two or three votes for the year. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was his first votes, I believe, as well. He's never, never polled before. Not good. Not good. And I think that is uh, that is everything from That's the mailbag it. this week. That's so it. thank you to everyone for writing in and uh, yeah, listen out to the plug that we'll put in the episodes for the live event this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>